0: Now it's your turn, girl, to cry. Na 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 All right, people. Um, this is Dr. Zom Perry of the rock group Journey, and. I uh, just ate a little something and um, now I am uh, getting a little sleepy. So I decided to come in here and maybe do a little podcasting while I also clean up around my desk a little bit. Got receipts and uh, lens wipes for my grasses, and there's a pair of tweezers. Goo. Some screws for something. I don't know what. Look like wood screws. Gah. And a dime, penny. What else we got? John? Some glasses. This is one of those things um, that measures your steps when you go walk to see how many steps you have taken. I don't think I've ever used it. I just walk. I just walk on walk steps. Um, no, I thought I'd leap on here. And, um, just, uh, I thought I'd do some, some movie chatting, some chatting about movies. Um, since, uh, I just did a podcast, uh, was it a week or two ago? Probably like two weeks ago, before Thanksgiving. Uh, wow. And, um, i fat. I'm going to unzip my pants a little bit, give myself a little room. Ah, there, it's better. I, um, I got that cushion, cushion for um, uh, my chair and I had it at work and I did not realize, okay, say it's shaped a little bit, sort of not, well, I guess if you, it's square, but it's kind of almost like a horseshoe where it's got a little uh, indent, a a little cutout. And for some reason, you know, I when I used it at work and uh, even when I was using it here at home, I thought you kind of set it down like a toilet seat, like a men's or, you know, a toilet seat that they had at work that is kind of like a horseshoe and they have that open space toward the front. Well, so that's how I was sitting on it. But then when I looked online, because I bought it on Amazon, I think, um, the hole is actually supposed to be where your tailbone is. So I, last time I, um, podcast, I tried it that way and it did, it does, you know, seem like it was a bit, better. and, um, so then anyway, uh, rah, rah, Albert Pune died. Uh, that is a large William, um, um, more, uh, along there, the gentleman's guide, but definitely, um. Uh, Uh, large Williams, um, one of his people, um, I am not see, this is one of those things on, um, uh, Facebook where I did not realize, I guess he passed away on the 26th of November and I did not realize, see, I was seeing all these movies pop up and I was commenting and liking on the ones, you know, of course that I like and, you know, whatever, and I did not realize that the reason everybody was posting this stuff was because Albert Pune had passed away. And he was only 69. So that's, you know, not that old, especially when you're as old as me. Uh, Albert Pune. I remember, I think, uh, I think it was Albert Pune. I was talking to Will one time. And I said, I can't believe we were talking about like Clint Eastwood movies. And there were several Clint Eastwood movies that were like, you know, more, you know, well-known movies. And I was busting his balls a little bit saying, oh, my God, I can't believe how the hell. I can't believe that you have not seen, um, you know, whatever it was. And, but then I think it might've been Godfrey Ho, but it might've been Albert Pune, but he was like, well, have you, how many, uh, Godfrey Ho or Albert Pune movies have you seen? And I was like, well, not that many. Uh, so anyway, I just wanted to bring that up. Let's see. Let's look at some of the, he had a movie that says announced, um, that was city of blood. Uh, Albert Pune, directing, starring Mark Justice, Kenzie Phillips, and Bree Tilton. And I don't know who any of those people are. Who's Mark Justice? He must have been in a movie with... uh, Was that uh, Amber Heard? You know, that's something about Amber Heard. I don't care. You know, first of all, that that whole thing with her and Johnny Depp, I believe... um, I didn't watch the courtroom stuff. You know, I don't think that, um, cameras should be in the courtroom like that, whether it was OJ or with that. Um, but I also believe that Johnny Depp, uh, he has a certain, he has a big fan base, but not only that, but he has a certain charisma and a certain likability. And, uh, even some of the stuff that I did see in the courtroom uh, where, you know, he was making the people in the courtroom, you know, laugh and giggle and stuff like that with his quirky ways. Um, I don't know. Um, I'm sure that he probably is a big drunk and, I'm um, you know, maybe she's no picnic either. And uh, but also um, I just wanted to say that I would bang Amber Heard and I don't care. <laughs> i think mean, she's hot so you know what are you gonna do maybe that's like uh when i said about johnny depp uh using his charisma and his quirky like ability to get over with um the masses maybe that's her using you know i just i think she's hot so i would have voted for her uh just kidding i mean i don't know you got to go for the preponderance p- 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 of the evidence i guess But I think that uh, he probably, uh, uh, I eat too much cabbage. This one says pre-production, the kickboxer Algiers. And again, Kenzie Phillips, she was in another. Who is she? She's not a porn star, is she? (laughs) I hope that's not insulting to Kenzie Phillips. There's a Kenzie something that's a porn star, porn actress, Um, what is she in as an actress? We have City of Blood, Kickboxer. Those two are just supernatural assassins. I wonder if that's Albert Pune. No, that's not Albert Pune. Um, what does she look like? Kenzie Phillips. Let me look her up. I, that name sounds familiar, but like I said, I might be mistaking her for a, an adult actress. Just, let's see what this chick. Look, okay, that's Mackenzie Phillips. That's not who I was looking for. Why did they bring that up? I did not type in Mackenzie Phillips. I typed in Kenzie Phillips, and all it does is bring up uh, uh Julie Cooper or whatever from One Day at a Time, the uh daughter of the scumbag John Phillips. I would not vote in his favor. He's a fucking piece of shit. I love those mama and papa's uh, love their music, but um, it's, it sucks because when their songs come on uh, and you're singing along and then you realize you're singing along with this fucking child molester who molested his own daughter. Uh, let's see. Cyborg rise of the flesh eaters. That's Albert Pune. I Never did find out about Kenzie Phillips. Let me go back here. I was going to look her up. Oh, The Betrayal, probably Don't Fuck in the Woods too. <laughs> she must be a porn star. Who, I mean, she's in a movie called Don't Fuck in the Woods too. What's this, a boot? Let me look this up. The counselors of Pine Hill Summer Camp are getting the grounds ready for the season while they set up a mysterious girl enters the camp after a night of bloodshed. And there are things following her as well. That's Julie Prescott, Brandy Mason, and Kaylee Williams. Okay, Kenzie Phillips isn't even like a star in that. She must be, uh, okay, I don't know any of these people. Hmm. Must be some low budget, <laughs> snort. <laughs> uh, must be some low budget people. I started to um, cough a little bit and like both my nostrils on the inside, like maybe in my septum or something, felt like they just went Zoop. Unlocked. Okay. Short, short, supernatural assassin. She plays Ava Sparrow or red wing. Is that a DC thing? No. Okay. I'm, I think I'm on a wild goose chase here because I don't think that I know. I I think, and knowing Albert Pune, Pune, um, he did the Van Dam stuff and, um, but I think his stuff was fairly low budget, too. Pretty much the stuff that I saw. Who we loving, touching another. Now it's your turn go to cry. Nemesis was good. I liked Nemesis. That was pretty entertaining. And they had, um, I found a group on, um, I think it was Reddit, uh, called bolt on tits and all it is, is a group that celebrates um, pictures of women that have like the really obvious um, breast implants that are, you know, big and like look like they're as hard as like volleyballs or basketballs. It's entertaining. I mean, you know, when you're, it it entertains me sometimes. Uh, Let's see what else we have here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Nemesis. Nemesis. There were goddamn. Okay, that's his Nemesis Four. Uh, Death Angel. That's 1996. I only saw Nemesis, so maybe I need to. Um, and it wasn't that long ago that I saw Nemesis. Uh, maybe a year. maybe a year or two ago. But um, and I really liked it. But i what I was going to say was, it had some bolt-on tits. The two. Uh, bad chicks that were chasing the, the, uh, the good guy. Uh, they had some big bolt on tits and they showed them quite a bit sword and the sorcerer. Was that David Carradine snort? When I am no Lee Horsley. Okay. I remember that one. Um, oh God, if I saw that, it was a long time ago, long, long, long time ago. I would like to see what, uh, um, um, Roger Ebert's review of that is uh Talon was played by Lee Horsley and Lee Horsley had that show what was his show called it was sort of like a Magnum uh P.I. uh type show oh uh let me find it here he was in oh Matt Houston okay that was kind of like you know Um, Tom Selleck was Magnum in Hawaii. And since that was a big hit, they had Matt Houston with Lee Horsley in his mustache. I think Lee Horsley, that would be a good, um, a good porn name for a guy. Um, he played on the Nero Wolf, uh, TV series. He played Archie Goodwin and Archie Goodwin, wasn't he on Marvel Comics? Uh, was he an editor or was he on, um, Werewolf by Night. I'm going by my, just by my, uh, my, uh, brain, <laughs> just using my brain. I don't know why I have love and touch and squeeze and stuck in my fucking head. I remember reading, um, um, Archie Goodwin's, uh, let's see. When I was a kid in Marvel comics, I guess he did DC also. OK, G.I. combat. I used to read that. Well, he edited war comics, G.I. combat, uh, our fighting forces. I read some of those Star Spangled War stories. I used to like the the uh, World War Two um, comic books when I was a kid. Um, uh, Sergeant Rock and Haunted Tank and stuff like that. Uh, and then, of course, in Marvel, it was like uh, Nick Fury. Uh, who later became Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Head of S.H.I.E.L.D. Marvel, let's see, uh, okay, Sergeant, I assume uh, if he had been working on Sergeant Fury, I had been writing Sergeant Fury, la, la, la. Luke Cage, uh, Marvel Spotlight, Tomb of Dracula, uh, okay, with uh, Gene Golan, okay, I remember that. Uh, That definitely, that was uh, one of the, you know, God, that was such a good comic. Uh, I, did not, I have not seen the um, Werewolf by Night. Um, I guess it was like a little short film. Um, I saw some people review it, and I saw um, a bunch of clips on YouTube. To all our readers in the U.S., uh, this Tuesday is a great honor for us to ask for support of our nonprofit dedicated to free knowledge. If you'd like to help this year, please give $2, whatever you are comfortable. Okay, that's for, um, I guess, wiki. Uh, the Star Wars comics. Um, I still have that Star Wars number one from like 1976, so, or like 77, I guess. Uh, somewhere, and I, I guarantee you it's... Um, My old comics from when I was a little kid are not like um, in good shape because I used to read them and reread them and then we would trade them with our friends and stuff like that. The covers would fall off or be all wrinkly. But, um, you know, we cared more about the uh, the content than uh, trying to make money off of them back then. Uh, Okay, let's get off Archie Goodwin. I knew that that name was familiar. So anyway, that's uh, uh, Nero Wolfe, Lee Horsley. And William Conrad, who played Cannon on TV, uh, was uh, Nero Wolfe, I guess. And uh, he also was the uh, voice of the very first Matt Dillon when Gunsmoke, the series, was on the radio before it was on TV. Uh, Let's see. And I always liked William Conrad. Cannon. He'd smash people with his girth. Richard Anderson was all... Tim Thomerson was on Nero Wolf. uh, Episode one. Who else? Anybody? Uh, Lee Horsley. That mustache. He didn't get over as much as as, uh, Tom Selleck, though. And then, I mean, uh, and then he kind of disappeared. He sort of looks like a cross on the, on the uh, box for uh, cover art for the first season of Matt Houston. Uh, he sort of looks like a cross between Burt Reynolds and Engelbert Humperdinck. And there's uh, Tim Rosevich beating the shit out of him in a plaid uh, sports coat. Uh, so I guess when Nero Wolf he must have been Nero Wolfe's um, like sort of sidekick. The guy, okay, since Nero Wolf was kind of like a big heavy guy, he was the brains. And then Lee Horsley was the guy that if there was any um, stuff that required anything physical, it was kind of like on Ironside, um, you know, the, he had the, the group around him because he was in a wheelchair. Uh, Lee Horsley. OK, any other? Oh, there's a uh, Lynn Holly Johnson. My, I get, guarantee you this show had a lot of hot chicks. You know, that was definitely a um, selling point to a lot of those shows back then. Uh, what was that show? Paradise. It was a Western that Lee Horsley was in and he must, okay. Well, no, okay. That's him. But then it says more like this and it has Vegas with uh, Robert Urich, who was uh, Dan Tanna. And I always liked uh, what's her name on that show? Well, to Phillips Davis and Judy Landers. Uh, if I, if they would have, um, through, through me in like a, uh, on a desert Island with those two, I would die of a heart attack. From fucking yeah anyway uh, victor bruno uh tony curtis was on uh right, well it took place in las vegas so they probably had a lot of cameos greg morris who was on mission impossible i always liked him he was really good on that show uh anybody else on here <sighs> judy landers out of the, of the two landers sisters judy was my Uh, God, man, what a crush I had on her. Cause she was, she was hot. She had a body on her, like how werewolves of London, uh, sword and sorcerer love boat. I'm talking about Lee Horsley now, uh, North and South, uh, book two love and war. Cause the first North and South had Patrick Swayze in it. And it also had David Carradine, uh, who was a bad guy. He was like a Southern plantation owner, jerk. Oh, Lee Horsley, are you still working, Lee? Is he still alive? Okay, he was in the hateful eight. He played Ed in the Hateful Eight. Who was Ed? Ed in the Hateful Eight. Jeez whiz. I don't know who Ed was in the Okay, Hateful Eight. I watched that hey, that show several times. (coughs) Excuse me. Huh. I'm not sure. I loved, uh, I thought Kurt Russell's character, and that was good. John Ruth with the big uh, Ole Anderson uh, mutton chop um, sideburns connected to the mustache. I don't like Walter Goggins that much. I can't stand his, uh, I, I, I couldn't stand him on um, Justified, his uh, southern, sort of southern accent kind of a thing. Uh, Ed. Now I'm gonna to have to go back and watch that uh, to see who Ed was. Okay, Lee Horsey. That's the last thing he was in, and that was 2015. So how old is the horse, horse cock? 19. Okay, Jesus, he's only 10 years younger than me. Snort. And I'm like, gonna... he was from Mule Shoe, Texas. Wow. And you know what's funny is, and I'm not joking, not that anybody gives a shit. Uh, I was just looking up uh, mules on Facebook. I like uh, animals and animal pictures and things like that. And I remember Festus Hagen on um, Gunsmoke used to, instead of riding a horse, he rode a mule. So I always figured if I was a cowboy, if I was in a cowboy movie, I would ride a mule instead of a horse. Uh, let's see, Robert Tessier was on, uh, or was in Sword and the Sorcerer? Well, who was the chick in that? Wasn't there a hot chick? Kathleen Beller, not sure who she is, or Nina Van Pallant. There's a few hot chicks, but I don't know who they are. John Davis Chandler was in um, one of those Walking Tall movies, I think, and also he was in Josie Wales. He was the one that, uh, um, well, of course Josie Wales killed him. So, but uh, he's a recognizable face, John Davis Chandler. He was a scumbag in that Walking Tall Part 2 with Bo Svenson. That was a good movie. Uh, Josie Wales was definitely a fucking good movie. He was also in Capone. Or no, okay, yeah, he was in Capone. Who'd he, Jaime Weiss, that was a real-life character. That was the Ben Gazzara Capone. Okay, I need to watch that one. Uh, well, wait a minute. I think it wasn't that long ago that I did watch that one. Um Let's see here. Ben Gazzara, directed by Steve Carver, Susan Blakely, uh, Harry Gardino. Sylvester Stallone played Frank. Yes, I did watch that one not that long ago. Sylvester Stallone played Frank Nitti. Uh, All these are real people. John Cassavetes was Frankie Yale. Uh, Of course, him and um, uh, Ben Gazzara were buds, I think, in real life. Uh, Machine Gun, Jack McGurn, Carmen Argenziano. Okay, there's a lot of faces in Martin Cove, Pete Gusenberg. Let's see. And that's Martin Cove and Sylvester Stallone back in 1975. Now, when was Rocky? Rocky was. Or no, not Rocky. Um, um, First Blood Part 2. First Blood Part 2, Creed 2. Fuck Creed. Die, Rocky, die. Uh, let's see. Capone, that was 76. And I'm looking for Rambo. Th- okay, there's Rambo 3. Rambo 4, okay, that's 1985. So this was almost 10 years before Rambo. Uh, First Blood Part 2 was at Martin Cove and Sylvester Stallone. I wonder why, uh, did, um, did Martin Cove ever show up in any of the Rocky movies? He should be in a Creed movie. And he should be like um, um, Donnie's um, lover, like male, um, what do you call it? A, what would that be? Because you had Clubber Lang was Adrian's lover and they cucked Rocky. And then Rocky, say, kind of a a Donnie uh, Adonis creed sort of adopts um, uh, Rocky as his kind of adopted father-like character in those Creed movies, but then have Martin Cove uh, steal Donnie away from Rocky. In every movie in my um, fantasy version, Rocky gets cucked in some one way or another and is left miserable and alone. Cause I hate fucking Rocky, 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 Rocky. Uh, and Rocky would have went to prison for fixing. Um, let's see. Maybe I'm trying to think what fight he would have fixed. Uh, and then Sonny Lambden would be uh, in the same prison as Rocky and he would rape Rocky and Rocky would become Sonny Lambden's bitch in prison And he and Sonny Lambden would make Rocky like do his laundry, keep the cell clean and everything. But because, see, I'm not like real sadistic or anything. In my version, when Rocky goes to prison, at first he feels um, like he's um, being abused and everything. But Sonny Lambden, of course, at first it's more of a... You know, I don't, not sadistic, but he, um, he eventually, um, starts to have feelings for Rocky and they eventually, uh, grow into a relationship. And then, um, when Rocky, see Rocky goes to prison for fixing a fight and things like that. But he still will end up being miserable because he'll get... Sonny Lambden's character is in there in prison for life. But Rocky gets out. But he doesn't want to leave because he does have feelings for Sonny Lambden. See what I'm saying? I'm not heartless. I just want Rocky to find, you know... He, he denied his true love for Apollo by staying in a loveless relationship, uh, which later became a cuck old relationship with Adrian. And then Apollo got killed. So he never, and that's why Rocky was always so sad. And then when he met Donnie, he thought, okay, a second chance at possibly at love. Plus his son was a little prick. And an asshole, so he has a chance of having like a a father like relationship, but also a loving relationship with uh, uh, Creed, uh, not Apollo, but Donnie. But then Donnie leaves him for Martin Cove, uh, and then Rocky ends up going. They they blackmail Martin Cove, uh, not blackmail. Martin Cove sets Rocky up, and that's why Rocky goes to prison, but he finally realizes that he, um, after a certain amount of time with Sonny Lambden in his cell, they where where Rocky didn't keeps denying his true nature. Then him and Sonny Lambden, uh, actually develop a relationship kind of like, a what was that show called? Um, Oz, with Beecher and uh, Stabler from Law and Order SVU. So okay, that is my uh, fan uh, fiction movie, kind of like a you know where Nemesis has like Nemesis one through four. Well, my move, my Rocky saga, it like just like the Rocky movies, it carries on and it, it kind of goes along with say like Rocky and and like Sonny Lamdon was in was it Lock Lockup with. Um, Uh, Sylvester Stallone, and then Martin Cove was in Al Capone, or Capone with Ben Gazzara, and uh, also um, Martin Cove was in um, First Blood Part Two, but also The Karate Kid. So somehow, maybe we could work a um, um, what's his face from Karate Kid, that little bastard. What was his name? Daniel-san? Daniel-san, when Rocky gets out of prison and he is um, heartbroken once again. I don't know. How could Daniel-san could be possibly Rocky's uh, illegitimate child? Because did they, I don't think, did they ever say anything about um, Daniel-san's father in... Karate Kid Part 1? I don't think so. I think it was like Alice, the TV show Alice. Or Alice doesn't live here anymore. He didn't, I don't think he had a father. What's this? Breakfast of Champions with Bruce Willis. Somebody posted the other day that Bruce Willis died. I've been seeing a, a few things here lately where people are posting that some somebody died on Facebook. A rich car dealer is losing his mind. His son lives in a bomb shelter. His suicidal wife has an affair with uh, his transvestite sales manager. Now, Rocky could be involved in that, too. That's a Kurt Vonnegut, uh, uh, based on a Kurt Vonnegut book. Uh, Check that out. I probably saved that somewhere, because I think I remember sort of seeing it, but it did not do well, I don't believe. At the uh, 4.5 out of 10, that's not good. And then along with that, and Bonfire of the Vanities, Bruce was not doing very well. And speaking of Bruce, he isn't doing very well now. Oh, well, Nick Nolte was in this. Okay, that's, um, what's this called? Breakfast of Champions. We have Albert Finn. This is a hell of a cast. Um, Bruce Willis, went in, when he was really big off of uh, that show with, uh, what's her face? Sybil Shepard. Oh, I almost said Sybil Danning. Uh, you have Nick Nolte. You have Bur- Barbara her- Hershey, a.k.a. Uh, Barbara Seagull, a.k.a. Hershey Highway, Albert Finney, Omar Epps, Buck Henry, uh, Will Patton, Owen Wilson. God, he must have been young then. Uh, Shawnee Smith, who is, Uh, Michael Jai White is in this. Allison Eastwood, she looks pretty good. Is that Clint's, uh, daughter? Let's see, Allison Eastwood. Okay, Santa Monica, California, so I'm kind of looking that she's probably Clint's daughter. Uh, is an actress, writer. Uh, known for Midnight uh, in the Garden of Good and Evil. That's a good movie. Absolute Power, that's Clint. And The Mule, that's Clint. So obviously this is Clint's daughter. She, she looks pretty good. Let's see. In this picture she does. How old is she? Okay, she's young, a little bit, just a little bit younger than me. So I could probably get her. Let's see. what she look like now? I mean, I look like shit, but that doesn't enter into it. Uh, Allison Eastwood was born in 1972. Uh, she is an Okay, I already read all that. Uh, she was previously married to Kirk Fox and Stacy Patras. Let's see. Who are these fuckers? I'm probably better looking than both of them. Uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall, Wyatt Earp. Who do you play in Wyatt Earp? Wyatt Earp, are you my friend? Wyatt Earp. Oh, this motherfucker. Who do you play in Wyatt Earp? This kid, when we were in grade school, uh, my mom was friends with his mom. So when they would go over, I'd go over and play with the, the son. We'd play together. And he had an album, an LP uh, of Wyatt like Wyatt Earp. I guess it was the TV show. And it had this song. It was like, I don't remember how it goes, but it was like, Wyatt Earp, Wyatt Earp, braveest lawman of the West. Wyatt Earp, something like that. I mean. I mean, Jesus Christ, I was probably six years old, so or in kindergarten or something like that. So Jeff Fahey was Ike Clanton? Isabella Rossellini. I just thought she was hot back when she was young. How old is she? I probably could get her. She's probably too old. Uh, I don't know though. Some of the older ladies are easier to get for me because I would I'm a younger man. Yeah, she's a little bit um, she's a little bit uh, older than me. 1952. Okay. Um, Mayor Winningham. Eh, she's a schlub. (laughs) I'm a schlub too. So let's see, uh, Gene Hackman, as uh, my uncle George used to say, you know, I like that old, that old Gene Hackman. I really like that old, that old Gene Hackman. Okay. Now this motherfucker, Pete Spence. Okay. He played Pete Spence. Okay. Let's get out of here. I don't care. I just want to see Clint Eastwood's daughter Kirk Fox. Oh, that's who I was just looking at. Who's this other fucker? Cause then I can gauge if I see what these guys look like, I can gauge whether I could get her. And now let me see what she looks like. Now, Allison Eastwood, uh, she might be too good looking. she is. show me some pictures of Alison Eastwood. Um, you know, I think I could probably get her. She's, she's not like uh unattainable. She's probably rich, but I mean, you know, if she, I'm saying if she wasn't like really rich, uh, let's see. And I was making all my money off my Rocky, um, um, trilogy or whatever. Archie Goodwin, okay. Allison Eastwood, what else was she in? See, I, you know, that's one thing I try to bring up a few times on some of the groups. When we are talking about, um, in you know, movie groups and things like that, it seems like for the most part, like if somebody asks about an actor, uh, in our circle of movie buffs, a lot of the times we don't talk about, um, female actors. We only bring up and talk about like male actors, but, you know, I try and kind of, uh, change that around a little bit. Like I posted something about Jodie Foster the other day and, uh, you know, something like, uh, you know, who was your favorite act, female actor from, or actor who happens to be a biological female, I guess, uh, from the 1950s, things like that. Um, Alison Eastwood. What was she in? Bronco Billy. Okay. She was a little kid then. And I hated that movie. Uh, we went to see that at the drive-in, my sister and I, and we actually just despised that movie. Any which way you can. She played a kid, uncredited. How old is she? When was she born? Okay. 72. Okay. Let's see. So she's younger than me. She probably wouldn't want me then. Uh, Tightrope. That was a kinky... Uh, Clint movie. Clint, um, he he had a lot of different women, uh, and um, you know, cheated on all of them. Uh, it's like Sandra Locke he made her have like abortions and shit because he kept getting her pregnant. But he had a kinky side. Clint liked. It. That's one thing different between John Wayne and Clint is Clint would always have. Um, kind of some dirty fucking in his movies. Like when he raped that one woman in, uh, J- uh, high plains drifter and then uh tight rope had like some S and M in it. And Clint also, I think had a big ego because he lifted weights and stuff about his body. So there were times where Clint would show, always like to show, um, uh, his muscles. Uh, although my mom said that he always looked like he wore his pants pulled up to his tits. Um, and he had love, hand- she said he had love handles. Like when he was fighting uh, William Smith in any which way you can. William Smith uh, was a big, you know, into bodybuilding and stuff too. But Clint kind of looked tasty. He has big muscles. He's got like big forearms and arms and stuff. And you can tell he lifts weights. But he always seemed like he had kind of a, um, uh, some love handles. Uh, let's see, Absolute Power, Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. I need to watch that again. I haven't seen that one in a long time. Uh, let's see what else. Friends and Lovers. What was that? Did I see that? Friends and Lovers. Featuring an all star cast, including Academy Award nominee Robert Downey Jr., Stephen Baldwin, Supermodel Claudia Schiffer. Yeah, this doesn't look that good. Stephen Baldwin. Anything he's in is going to be a fucking piece of shit. Allison Eastwood. Yeah, I might pass on this one. That doesn't even look good. Ugh. It's like a fucking piece of shit. Um, let's see. Flatbush. That's a short, but when I saw the Flatbush, I thought Lord's a Flatbush with Sylvester Stallone. Not as Rocky. Uh, black and White. Boy, this Alice in Eastwood didn't make very many good movies, I don't think. Pool Hall Junkies. I missed this one. Uh, directed and written by Mars Callahan, uh, starring Mars Callahan. Let's see, what's this, a boot? A talented pool hustler uh, who has stayed uh, out of the game for years must go back to his old ways when his little brother gets involved with his enemy, the very man uh, who held him back from greatness. Yeah, whatever. Is this any good? Uh, it's got Rick Schroeder, a.k.a. Ricky Schroeder. <laughs> Fart noise! Chaz Palmentary. I wonder if he wears a wig in this. Rod Steiger, is, uh, there's some stuff Rod Steiger's good in, but some stuff that uh, that uh, one with him and James Coburn, the old West uh, Duck You Sucker, I thought he sucked in that. He, ugh, duck You Suck, Rod Steiger. Uh, but in some stuff he's good. Uh, let's see, that's about it. Who's that guy? Glenn Plummer, I think I've seen him in a bunch of stuff. Anyway, Pool Hall Junkies, is that Christopher Walken? Looks like he's on the cover, but I didn't see his name. Okay, there he is. Yeah, Christopher Walken. I bet you he's the, he's the guy that the... Well, maybe not. Pool Hall Junkies. Maybe I'll look that one up. That's 2002. Let me save that to my uh, stuff. I got this list of all the stuff I save to watch when I do a podcast, but then I don't even look at it. Uh, Allison Eastwood. The mule. That was good. That was Clinton giving, throwing her a bone. She's got some stuff coming up. Hot bath, stiff drink, and a close shave. Yeah. See, I, I kind of got into that, uh, the, the, uh, last generation of the, uh, uh, pubic hair and then the, uh, and then fell into the next generation of the, um, uh, women that were, um, uh, as my friend would say, smooth as a gravy sandwich, uh, like a, uh, the cue ball. Um, and people were like, yeah, oh, you know and I'm like, well, you know, to be honest with you, cause I, 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 remember a girl that I went out with that, that, uh, that had this theory that if you liked a woman to have her pubic hair shaved, that meant that, uh, you were a pedophile because you wanted them to be like a little kid or something. And I had to set her straight with the, uh, the, the uh, actual fact. It doesn't have anything to do with that. It has to do with not wanting to uh, uh, perform uh, certain acts of love and get uh, hair in the back of your throat to where you're having a good time, enjoying yourself. And then you almost gag because you have a, you know, whatever. No, no, let's not talk about that kind of stuff on the show. The trouble. um, This is an Allison Eastwood William McNamara, written and directed. Billy Mac, okay, that's clever. As a a, a Hollywood celeb, went from living in a Malibu beach house to living in a 1998 Chevy Malibu with his old companion, a pit bull named Boo. His dog is sick and needs immediate uh, surgery. Billy will do anything to raise the funds. Okay, that could be good. And it also has Tom Sizemore and, uh, of course, Allison Eastwood okay well who else is in this angus mc uh mc mac fadden he was in the that movie i think it was like called 45 or something with uh mila jovovich and it sucked uh even though i like her that sucked robert wagner is in this he plays a doctor so he must be maybe he's a veterinarian uh costas mandalore i like him and his brother um William Baldwin. She has a connection to William Baldwin. I wonder if that's why her relationships always fall apart because she makes these movies with William Baldwin. But at least she's not uh, that one uh, Baldwin. Stephen isn't in this, so this one might be okay. I like the um, I like the uh, what you call it the idea of this one because I'm a pet lover. Okay, rednecks. White socks and blue ribbon beer. I'm getting out of this Allison Eastwood thing because she is not very uh, uh, what do you call it. Like any, any, she's not in anything that's that great. And um, I don't know. Marcia Strassma, Strassman. wasn't she Bailey on uh, WKRP? I liked her a lot. Was she on WKRP? Maybe not. No, what was she in? Or was she on uh, Welcome Back Cotter? I think she was Welcome Back Cotter, wasn't she? Let me look. Gulp. She is 66 years. Oh, she's dead. She died in 2014. Filmography actress. Let's go down here to the bottom because I'm sure. Of that Welcome Back Cotter. She was Julie Cotter. Wow. And she was on Rockford Files too. That's a call out to Ken. Do 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 do. do do do. Do do do. And she was a recurring character on mash. She was nurse Margie Cutler. So she was probably one of those ones that Hawkeye was with his greasy black hair was always fucking on the show. Also on Ironside, the Patty Duke show. I When Patty Duke was young, she was a little cutie. I dated a girl that kind of looked like Patty Duke when she was young. That was the one that said the thing about the the puss. And she also said that if you wanted to have anal sex with your girlfriend, that meant you were gay. And uh, I said, no, if you want to have anal sex with a man, that means you're gay. You know, so she was a little bit, uh, had those... Childish like views. So I set her straight. <laughs> Snort. Oh, funny. Let's see here. Uh, Marsha. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Well, she passed away. That's sad. What'd she done? What'd she pass away from? Let's see. Or uh, you can't say, I guess on like uh, YouTube and uh, Facebook and Twitter and stuff, you can't say murder or killed or Something you have to say, uh, what was it? Um, unalived, which is stupid. Cotter, I did not, pr- she said, I did not particularly enjoy Cotter. I spent much of four years being frustrated, I didn't have much to do on the show. I was just there when Cotter came home at the end of the day. Uh, five women tested for it, one of them, I believe, was Farrah Fawcett. She was wonderful, but they said, uh, we didn't think anyone would believe uh, her with Gabe Kaplan and I said you believe me with Gabe Kaplan thank you very much and ga-ga-ga-ga-ga, that's funny um, I said um, that I was going to listen to the theme to um, the Rockford files every day like for the rest of my life uh, because I think that it brightens your day up or brightens my day up. So I've been doing that. I've been finding different versions, like people actually doing it in a band or people uh, d- doing like all the different uh, uh, musical parts and then putting them together. I like that. It's a good, I like that show. It was a good show. Wow wow And then I was watching um, some uh, clips of James Garner uh, being interviewed on some, show online I think and um he was just talking like he was talking about Steve McQueen and you know like Steve, him and Steve McQueen were friends and he was kind of a Steve was kind of like a wild man kind of a thing but they had the car thing in common uh racing and everything and I guess they offered uh Steve McQueen the movie Grand Prix uh first and McQueen was, I think, maybe doing Papillon, so he couldn't do it. So then uh, Garner uh, got the part, and he called Steve McQueen, and he said, "Hey, you know, I'm going to be doing uh, Grand Prix, uh, and I just want to let you know." And he said Steve was like, "Oh, that's great, you know, cool, you know, no problem at all." And then he said he didn't, um, Steve McQueen didn't talk to him for a year. And he goes, and the bad part was they were like next door neighbors. Uh, but then Steve McQueen ended up making Le Mans, which is a really good, uh, it's a really visual, spectacular, you know, uh, the cinematography and everything is, it's a really good movie, uh, Le Mans. And then he was talking about, um you know, the last season of the Rockford files, I guess, uh, the producers of the Rockford files, uh, sued him a couple of times. One time he, um, he hurt his knee really bad, I think. And, um, he couldn't even walk. He said, if he even tried to, you know, it would just blow up like a balloon. So he needed the, he needed to take some time off and, um, to, for his knee. And, um, they threatened to sue him because it was like in the middle of the season and they were still shooting and um then the second time was at the end of the show uh i guess because you know he had had uh you know heart attack heart problems things like that that his doctor told him he said you you've got to you've got to stop you've got to slow down you have got to take it easy and he was i think in the middle of the season for Rockford files or whatever. And uh, I think they sued him again. And then it was just over. He said, they started sending um, all the people that worked on the show uh, to um, other shows to work on other shows. And um, so then that was the end of it. Do Wow. Wow. Do See, what did she? Okay. She played a prostitute. Another stakeout. That was uh, wasn't that um, uh, not Charlie Sheen, his brother, Emilio Estevez, and uh, who was the dude that played Matt Hooper in Jaws? Richard Dreyfus. Those were good movies. I I I don't remember the second. Well, I remember the second one that it wasn't. Of course, wasn't as good as the first one, but that it wasn't bad. I think that one had like Rosie O'Donnell in it, maybe. Uh, but the first uh, Stakeout movie with uh, Richard Dreyfuss and Emilio Estevez, I saw that in the theater uh, when it first came out. And I remember we really liked that one. And of course, it must have done it must have done fairly well because they made a sequel. Uh, let's see. What else? Highlander. Remained a true blue to this. OK, that's a TV show. Highlander. I never watched that. Uh, of course, I liked the first one. Uh, with Sean Connery and uh, What's-His-Face. Let's see here. Let's go back. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids with Rick Ro- 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 Romanus. Rick Romanis. That's Emily's uh, main squeeze, second main squeeze, now that she is taken. Uh, let's see here. Okay, let's get off of uh, Strassman. Um, she was good looking. I always get her confused with uh, What's-Her-Name that played Bailey on WKRP. And that's another one. If you to put me and those two on a desert island, um, I would be in trouble. Be like Sunny Lamb. They would be like raping me until I fell in love with them. Okay, now wait a minute. Maybe she, okay, yeah, she's with Hawkeye. I thought maybe she was with, because uh, uh, in the first season or two, of MASH, Wayne Rogers was equal to Hawkeye. Trapper was equal to Hawkeye. But then, of course, Alan Alda had to try and, you know, be the main dude. And uh, she was cute on that show, too. She was a nurse. There's Trapper. And uh, Trapper left the MASH and went on to uh, star in that uh, miniseries we were just talking about the other day, Chiefs, which also had Brad Davis in it. And Keith Carradine. And I think, I'm trying to think, Charlton Heston wasn't in that, was he? Was he like a, or was that in Centennial? I am getting mixed up. Let's see, there's Marcia Stress. She had short hair in that in that MASH. Uh, I wonder if the, the uh, guys on MASH, if they wore rubbers all the time. Because, you know, you're in Korea and they seem to be banging those nurses quite a bit. They were all horny. Um, I don't know if Radar, I don't think Radar ever got um, sex. Well, she looks good there and she has like the um, surgical thing, the mask and the cap on, but she has pretty eyes. Pretty eyes, pirates mine. Gabe Kaplan got her. uh, Gabe Kaplan. Gabe Kaplan's a professional gambler now. But let's see, there's Hawkeye and there's the stupid ass uh, fucking sweat hogs. Mr was it Mr. Newman? Was he the um the whatchama call it? What's that guy called? The principal of the school? Uh was his name Newman? Do 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 Woodman, Mr. Woodman. Okay. Principals always suck. I hated most of the if well, I could I, okay, there were some male teachers that I liked. I had one that was uh, my uh, assistant football coach, uh, he was like a, a lot older. Uh, I would say he was probably close to 60, but I always liked him. But he taught like gym class and health, and then he was like the assistant coach. Um, I had some women teachers that I wanted to bang, and I had some of them that just like, I really couldn't stand. Uh, let's see. There's Gabe Kaplan and Sweathog, Horshack, Epstein, John Travolta, Barbarino, and Freddie Boom Boom Washington. I loved that show when I was a little kid, but I guarantee if you watched it now, you'd want to vomit how stupid it was. Uh, ooh. Okay. She played Rick Moranis' wife in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. And, you know, I saw that in, in the theater, I think when I was, a uh, not a little kid. My God, that was 1989. <laughs> I was just getting out of college, but I saw that. But I don't remember that much about. Maybe it wasn't that. Maybe the one I saw was. Um, I think the one I, I'm thinking of was a uh, three men and a baby, with uh, the guy from Cheers, and um, Tom Selleck, and who was the other guy? Three men and a baby. Oh, uh, Gutenberg. That might, I wonder what's going on with Gutenberg. Let's look him up. Um, three men, and then they had three men and a little lady. The wise men and a baby. That's not what I wanted. There here we go. Okay, now I saw three men and a baby was 87, and we saw that in the theater. And it was pretty good. I mean, you know, I, I wonder if that was like one that I either went with my sisters or with uh, somebody I was dating. Probably like somebody I was dating, uh, my uh, girlfriend in college. Uh, But it was, it wasn't bad. It was amusing. It wasn't one that like, it was directed by Leonard Nimoy. I I did not know that. At least I may, maybe I knew it back then, but I didn't know. Ted Danson. Uh, Who was the chicks in this? I like to look at the chicks. Oh, it's so nice to be with you. I love all the things you say and do. I was going to look up Gutenberg. I didn't see Sister Act, and I'm not sure I want to. Steve Gutenberg is currently working. He has, let's see, one, two, three, three movies in post-production, and one announced uh, called Go West, Laszlo the Hungarian. Uh, And then he was on a TV series. uh, Well, he's got one in post-production called Paper Empire. What's that? Dig it. Lawrence Finch, uh, Robert Davey, creates the illusion of his managed billions being lost in a Ponzi scheme so he can divert the funds to developing, uh, then hiding... uh, So he can divert the funds to developing, then hiding the funds within a cryptography... Crypto, crypto, cryptography uh, that he calls digital limbo. And that has Robert Davey, Denise Richards, Kelsey Grammer, and Archer, Robert Nepper. I like him. Uh, Steve Gutenberg. Who else? Anybody? Carol Alt. Wesley Snipes. Richard Greco. You know, Richard Grieco was a really good looking guy, but he's one of those ones that I, that he sort of, kind of fucked his face up or something. I don't know what he did. When he was on, he was on the spinoff of 21 Jump Street. Uh, Was it, uh, was it Becker? Not Becker. What was it called? Um, Shit. 21 Jump Street. Let's see. There's who's the boss. Uh, Booker. Booker. We used to watch that when uh, Fox first came on TV and I'm not talking about Fox news. I'm just talking about Fox, the channel. That's where I saw, you know, my, the girl I was just talking about that I went to see with uh, um, three men and a baby. We, I would go over to her mom and dad's house and we would watch like uh, star Trek, the next generation, 21 jump street. Um, what was the one with Luke Perry? And uh, then the spinoff of that, Melrose Place, and uh, what was the one with Luke Perry? Fuck. Uh, But anyway, and then uh, 21 Jump Street was uh, Johnny Depp. And then Booker came on there to help them. And then they they spun it off, and um, uh, Richard Grieco became Booker on his own series. And I liked Booker. I thought it was a good show. Uh, Let's see if looks could kill. Who was the girl in that one? That was uh, not Linda Hunt. Uh, I mean, she was in it, but she wasn't a hot chick. Uh, Gabrielle Anwar. Well, she was on that TV show uh, with that guy. <laughs> what the fuck is that show called? Uh, Gabrielle. Because she was hot. She was hot when she was young. And then she was hot when she got older. But she kind of looked like she had some plastic surgery that might have. Because uh, she was a son of a woman with uh, Al Pacino oh three musketeers but what was the tv show that we watched that she was not the Tudors, not law and order burn notice burn notice and i like that dude that was in burn notice he jeffrey as jeffrey donovan he was in uh uh sicario and all those those two movies uh with uh Josh Brolin and that other fucking guy, Benicio del Toro. Del Toro. What else does he have going on? He's on Law and Order now. Detective Frank Cosgrove. Uh, Law and Order Organized Crime, Law and Order Special Victims Unit, RPID 2, Rise of the Damned. Okay, Justin Oberholzer. This is all down our alley because Justin and I went to see RP, RIPD with Jeff Bridges and Kevin Bacon. And who was the dude in that? RPID was, who was the main guy in that? RPID movie. It was Jeff Bridges. Oh, and um, Fuckface um, Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds, fuck face. Uh, and then, uh, Mary Louise Parker in that were go-go boots. And I always like go-go boots. Cause when I was a little kid, go- those white go-go boots were like a big thing, uh, in the like late sixties, early seventies and the Dallas Cowgirl cheerleaders wore them. Okay. Let's look up this RIPD2 rise of the damned. Now, Justin and I went to see RIPD. Uh, together and even though it really i uh, i think it flopped we thought it was uh, I, you know i thought it was not speaking for justin but i thought it was kind of entertaining you know it was worth a watch Other uh, there's sicario day of the soldado Da benicio he's fucking blowing the shit out of somebody uh let's see okay now this is directed by paul Leyden. And uh, written by Andrew Klein and Paul Layden. And there was a comic book, uh, RIPD, and I I read some of it and it wasn't bad. Uh, Jeffrey Donovan, uh, Rachel Adegi, and Penelope Mitchell. I wonder if this is straight to uh, streaming. I think it is because I think I saw that I could actually get it on... Either Amazon, I mean, to pay to rent or buy an Apple iTunes the other day. What else? Who else is in this? But I like that Jeffrey Donovan. I like him better than that guy that I was just talking about that was unjustified. that I don't like. Uh, okay, let's go back up here. And uh, does it does say, recruited by the RIPD, a resurrected sheriff returns to earth to save humanity from a gateway to hell. And you know what? I might watch that. I might watch that. 2022. What's it rate? What's it kind of rating? Did it get on? Uh, 4.5 out of 10. Arr, with one, uh, 1. 1.9 thousand uh, reviewed. Wow, that's not good. Let me let me look at the trailer here real quick. I know you guys can't hear it, but I'm gonna I'm gonna look at it. It probably is gonna suck then. Maybe I shouldn't waste my money. It might be good. You know, who cares? Oh. Okay. Um, I don't know. If it's free on something, I'll watch it. First Love, Breaking. What's Breaking? Is that like a break dance? No, it's not. A Marine War veteran faces mental and emotional challenges when he tries to reintegrate into civilian life. Directed and written by Abby... Damaris Corbin, starring John Boyega, Nicole Bihari, and Selena Levak. You're killing me with these names, motherfucker. Is this guy? Was he in one of the Star Wars? Was he the guy in one of the Star Wars movies? Yes. Uh, not Poe. He was. What's his name? Who? What was his? Who was he in that? Um, fucking, (laughs) uh, Finn. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I remember him. And he was in Detroit, which was a good movie. Uh, Pacific Rim Uprising. You know, I bought that on, uh, Blu-ray on, uh, Amazon, I think. And, um, I don't think they, I don't think it, it wouldn't play in one of my Blu-ray players. So I'll have to try it in another one about a long time ago. It's when I got on Amazon and I put in like, uh, for DVDs and movies, Blu-rays, DVDs, like movies only they were selling for only like a dollar or $2. And I got a bunch of them. Um, so I like getting those ones, like you get them from Goodwill and shit like that. Books and things. I just got that, um, um, Nicholas cage movie uh and i haven't watched it yet which was the one uh willie's willie's wonderland i think that's the one yeah and i haven't watched it yet so i i got that the other day and i got that uh blueberry uh movie with vincent cassal uh i think yesterday in the mail so i need to watch that one too i should have watched those and did the show but who cares i mean this is just dumb dumb show doesn't matter. Uh, let's see here. I'm curious about that one with uh, Tilda Swinton and um, what's his face? Uh, Idris Elba. And also the Idris Elba Lion movie, if that would be any good. This one looks pretty good. This one, uh, 3,000 Years of Longing, uh, where he apparently is a genie in a bottle, and Tilda Swinton must rub his big hard bottle and he comes out out. Oh, I thought that was Steve Perry. It's David Collins. That's not Steve Perry. And then we have a a new Mel Gibson is one of these ones now that he has uh, become a pariah in Hollywood. Uh, he's making these, um, sort of straight to DVD things like the one where he was in the um, condo in, was it Florida or something? And it was a hurricane coming and it was kind of a cop movie. Oh God, chair. Alex are going numb. Uh, this one has Elish, Elisha Cuthbert and Josh Duhamel. <laughs> this is the one where Josh is a bank robber. And apparently he's a master of disguise. So he goes into Rob's banks uh, in a, dis- in a, like a certain disguise. And then when he walks out as he's walking away, he goes down like an alley and ditches the disguise and whatever. Let's see. After escaping a Michigan prison, a charming career criminal, that's Josh Dumas, uh assumes a new identity in Canada and goes on to rob a record 59 banks and jewelry stores while being hunted by a police task force based on the story, The Flying Bandit. And that uh, Alicia Cuthbert, she was always really hot. Didn't she marry uh, the Toronto Maple Leaf, uh, uh, the Pylon, what the fuck was his name? Uh, Oh, Dion Phaneuf. Uh, Yeah, Dion Phaneuf. Okay. And they're still married. How old is she? She's probably young. She's young. Yeah. God, she's way younger than me. I couldn't get her unless I was like working with her and then I could charm her. If she had just broken up with her boyfriend or something, she's way younger than me. She she was born two years before I graduated from high school. So that's too young. Yeah. But she was a hottie. I don't know what she looks like now when she was in the girl next door, she was really hot. And then, um, that, I never watched that 24. My friend uh, Tim, who is a big right winger, he watched 24. Uh, but I didn't watch it. Oh uh, my goodness. Somebody's going to have to go to the bathroom soon. But we're going to hold out. Okay. Now we're back to Jeffrey Donovan. How to get off on his thing. Uh, Wrath of Man. That was a, uh, that was a pretty good movie. That was with Jason Statham. I like that one. That was uh, was that, yeah, Guy Ritchie. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, that was one that uh, I waited and waited and waited uh, for the rental price to go down. <laughs> That's what I'm doing with like Batman. By the time I watch Batman, another Batman movie will have come out. Uh, there was a couple of movies here, Fletch and, uh, uh, the new Fletch and the new Batman movie, I almost pulled the trigger on last night. They're getting down in my price range. It has to be down to like, uh, but you know, when it gets down to 99 cents, then I'm always worried because I've had several times where I've rented a movie for 99 cents and then like the next goddamn day it'll be on like Netflix or Prime or something, you know, basically for for however much you pay for that. Um, so anyway, uh, let's see. Okay, I nothing else Jeffrey Donovan, you know, was in. I don't think that uh, we need to talk about villains. What's this? Dan Burke, written and directed by Dan Burke and Robert Olson. A pair of amateur criminals break into a suburban home. They stumble upon a dark secret that two sadistic homeowners will do anything to keep uh, from getting out. Bill Skarsgård... Maka Monroe, and Blake Bumgardner. Never even heard of that one. wonder if it's any good. What's the, uh, okay, got a 6.2 out of 10, so that might be worth a watch. If they can find it for free somewhere. Kira Sedgwick. She was, uh, she was always kind of like uh, somebody you'd marry, not just somebody you'd bang. Kira. She'd probably be happy to hear that, you know? I mean, I'm sure she would like to get banged, but, you know, by Kevin Bacon. Lucy in the sky. Picture yourself on a boat. N- Natalie Portman. What's this? Never even heard of this. Astronaut Lucy Cola returns to Earth after a tr- uh, transcendent experience during a mission to space and begins to lose touch with reality in a world that now seems too small. Has anybody else even heard of this? 2019, it got a 4.9 out of 10. Maybe that's why. It also has John Hamm and Dan Stevens and Ellen Burstyn. Okay, there's people that I like, all of them. Jeffrey Donovan. Uh, Huh. Did not, uh, apparently it did not do very well. But then again, like I said, I never even heard of it. I never even seen a trailer for it. Okay. Dan Stevens, I like him. Oh, time to go to the toilet. I'm going to hold out a little bit longer, just a little bit longer. Okay, but uh, let's burn notice. and Gabrielle Anwar. She was kind of a badass on that show, like a hot chick, but a badass. Things to do in Denver uh, when you're dead was kind of like one of those uh, Tarantino-esque movies that came out after he got hot. And it's pretty crappy if you think about it. I watched it several times, and Treat Williams was uh, one of the uh, standouts as a kind of a nutty gun uh, guy with a butch haircut that's like a military guy. Oh, my stomach is starting to hurt. Richard Greco. we're back on Richard Greco and his face. Um, He is not as bad as Mickey Rourke, but that fucker is as old as me. He's just a little bit older. He's just like maybe, uh, well, not quite a year. He's about nine months older than me, but his face looks like odd. There's something wrong, something different or wrong with his face. Like maybe he got plastic surgery or something. Okay, now there he's got his hair. He's probably... 50 some years old and his hair is just as black as black can be and his beard his like his like stubble is real black and his eyebrows when you're that age you do not have hair that dark uh or hair uh, <laughs> he doesn't have a fucking wrinkle on his face he doesn't have uh any kind of fat cheeks or anything let's see let me go back here what's richard grico doing in this picture who all oh, that's tommy chong Uh, I'm going to have to pause this. I'm starting to have a uh, breakdown. I can't control myself. Greco. Okay, so anyway, Richard Greco is not anybody that, I don't we shouldn't be spending time. I got to pause this fucking commercial or chow. When um, cows walk through the pasture and they just shit while they're walking, I think it's because they eat probably as much cabbage as I do. Uh, they can't, the cows can't make it to the toilet. I, however, am a human and I make it to the toilet. Uh, let's see. So I feel bitter, a little bit, a little Metamucil going on. Roger Daltrey. What was he in here? Can you see the real bee? Can ya? Can ya? He was in If Looks Could Kill. Michael has to take summer class in French. A class trip to France to graduate high school. He is, however, mistaken for an agent, and people try to kill him. Uh, there are 007-style cars, cuties, and crooks. And that is Richard Grieco as Booker. I wonder if they have like any kind of a um, thing for Booker on here. He rode a boat. He rode like a Harley. Big Harley. Booker. They probably don't have trailers. It got a 6.2 out of 10. In this 21 Jump Street spinoff, a rebellious young cop becomes an insurance investigator for a multinational corporation starring Richard Greco, Marcia Strassman, and Carmen Argonziano. Booker. Lori Petty was on Booker. Um, who else? Anybody that, uh, let's see. Thomas Hayden Church was on Booker. Lori Petty. What's she doing? She went to, didn't she get like a bad DUI? She's like an alcoholic or something and got in some real bad trouble here. Uh, a while back. How old is she? I could probably get her. See, I could get her. 1963. Um, I don't think, is she a lesbian? I don't think she is. I think she's one of those ones that I would have suspected maybe that she was. Because a lot of times, and I'm not trying to be like a homophobic or sexist or anything like that. I don't care. Uh, but a lot of women, if they rock the short haircut, people just assume that they are. Now she might be, but I don't know. Does it have anything on here about her? See, the only reason I'm asking is because I want to know if I could get her. Now she is a drinker. Um, and I am not, I'm fairly, I'm not fairly straight edge. I don't say I'm straight edge, which means I'm better than you like CM Punk. But I have always been I don't drink or do any kind of drugs or smoke or anything, but I don't give a fuck. I just do whatever you want. I just don't like when people bother me about, you know, live and let live. And I hate I absolutely despise uh, when I go to a party or something like that and people will not like take no for an answer that I don't want to drink or anything like that. It's like, I'm not judging you because you're fucking drinking and getting drunk as long as you're not bothering me. I don't give a fuck what you do, but God damn it, leave me alone if I don't want to. It doesn't have anything on here about her love life. Let's see. Lori Petty. Da-da, that might mean something, though. She's 59 from Chattanooga, Tennessee. She has pretty eyes, but she could not, it? um... Petty got her break starring in Richard Grieco's Fox, uh, series Booker, but she could not keep, um, uh, Johnny Utah from sucking Bodie's dick. Uh, he banged her. Johnny Utah banged her, but I'm telling you what, I guarantee you he was closing his eyes and thinking about Swayze's ass. Uh, let's see. What else? Let's see, I mean, let me tell you something. Somebody has fucking washed, uh, has fucking totally. I mean, this Wikipedia has nothing. So, I mean, give me a break. It doesn't say anything about like her personal problems her getting, you know, in those uh, like uh, DUIs and stuff. Doesn't say anything about her uh, love life or anything. I'm going to have to get on something else. This is She. Somebody from her thing or her, she herself has gotten on here and fucking cleaned this fucker because it. I mean, it doesn't have anything. It has early life and career, but nothing. Let's see, Lori Petty. Do 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 do. Lori Petty, the one everyone mistook as gay. Okay, so she's not gay. Okay, so uh, it's possible I could get her. Uh, I might, you know what? I and she might like my sense of humor. She might be that kind of person. She's she's very artistic. I think she, if I remember correctly, I think she is an artiste. I think she might have a gallery, and maybe she paints or something. But I mean, Jesus Christ, what the hell? You, you nothing? Okay, is Lori Petty gay? Sexuality, partner, illness. What's this? Access denied. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, let's see. Let's try this one. Lori Petty, 2022, Dating, Net Worth, and Tattoos. Religion, Believes in God. It says Other. Residents, okay, she's in California, so we'd have to work that out. Colleagues, Patrick Swayze and Jason James Richter. Cars. Currently no cars listed. She's single. Sexuality. Controversial. Hmm. Partner. Currently in no confirmed relationships. She has no kids. Okay, well, whatever, you know. Maybe she's a very private person for some reason. But they did have that thing on there that said that people mistook mistook her for being gay. Maybe she's asexual, like, um, uh, what's her name? That was on... Oh, the, the, uh, not Elaine Boozler. What the fuck is this chick's name? Um, not Elizabeth Perkins. Although I did see Elizabeth Perkins in a, oh, that was Buffalo Soldiers with, uh, Ed Harris, Joaquin Phoenix, and, uh, let's see, Ed Harris, Joaquin Phoenix, and that chick. I can't remember what her name is. I'm thinking of... I thought it was Must Love Dogs, but it's not. What was the movie with Uma Thurman? Uma Thurman. And she had to act like she liked dogs because of this guy she was trying to get with. Janine Garofalo. I think Janine Garofalo has declared that she is asexual. And she doesn't care if she goes out with anybody and all that kind of stuff. She just... Wants to be right. She, I, I, that's the way I am. I don't give a fuck. Uh, although I do get on here and look for women that I think I could get. Let's see. I'm on. The, I don't want to look up Janine Garofalo. Not. Uh, what's fucking? What's his? Okay. Oh. Uh, okay. I'm on um, Uma. That's why. What was that movie called that she was in that? Um. With Janine Garofalo. Not Katka, not Les Miserables. The Avengers. She looked hot in The Avengers in that uh, Emma Peel outfit. Her uh, kind of ass-kicking clothes. Be cool, not a producer. Super Ex-Girlfriend was good. That was a good one. Pretty funny. Kill Bill, Volume 1 and 2. I like both of those. Paycheck was okay, even though I don't like Ben Affleck mostly, but that's Philip K. Dick, directed by John hoo And I like Aaron Eckhart, even though he seems to pick movies that don't do very well. Oh, <sighs> Okay, I wanted to find Janine Garofalo. Nymphomaniac 1 and 2. Uma was in Nymphomaniac 1 and 2? I saw both of those, but it was a long time ago. What else she got going? The Kill Room. A hitman, his boss, an art dealer, and a money laundering scheme that accidentally turns the assassin into an overnight avant-garde sensation, one that forces her to play uh, the art world against the underworld. Samuel Jackson, Uma Thurman, Maya Hawk, Debbie Mazar, uh, Joe (laughs) Mangalialo. If I was him, I would be tired all the time. And you know why. The Old Guard 2. Charlize Theron, Uma Thurman, and Marwan Kenzari. That was that uh, Netflix show or something, wasn't it? And I didn't really like that one that much. About the, uh, they were like immortal. Plot unknown, sequel to The Old Guard 2020. I know a lot of people like that. I didn't like it. Uh, Doesn't have... Uma and Charlize Theron would be good, uh, whatchamacallit. And Matthias uh, Schoenarts, I like him. He was in that, uh, oh, and uh, the one dude that I can never pronounce his name, which is uh, Chouetel Ijeanfor. I I like him a lot. Um, He was on Firefly, I think. Uh, Matthias... shown arts what was that movie bull bullhead that was a good movie and he was also in red sparrow and uh, there was another movie he was in that i saw Hmm. anyway red sparrow had what's her name in it naked tied to a chair and she also looked very good in her bathing suit in okay he was in the drop with uh Tom Hardy and uh, Art Linkletter. James Gandolfini and Nomi Rapace. Let's see what she got going on. Oh, she's like a favorite of mine. Uh, ever since uh, Girl with a Dragon Tattoo. Let's see what we're doing on time after I pooped. <laughs> I got some more time. Let's see. Here. Nomi Numi Rapace. Uh, let's see. Constellation. That's a TV series. She's filming. Hearts of Stone, that's a short, Assassin's Club, 2023. Okay, let's see here. An assassin is given a contract to kill seven people around the world only to discover the targets are also assassins who have been hired to kill him. Okay, that sounds interesting. Directed by Camille Del Mare and written by Thomas Dunn. It stars Henry Golding. Okay, then Sam Neill. I know him. I know... Umira Pace doesn't have very many people in it. Must not be any good. Django! Django is a TV series that is going to be on what? Completed TV series, Django. And this follows Django, a gunslinger in the Wild West, who is searching for his daughter, who he believes escaped the murder of his family eight years ago. Okay. And it has Matthias Schoenartz, Nicholas Pinnock, Lisa Vicari, and Numi Pace, Maya Kelly. Who else? Joshua J. Parker. I like him. I'm just like some of these people just from their faces. I wouldn't have never known their name. Django. What channel is Django going to be on? Does it say? Let me look at the uh, trailer here. Django. Okay, they're riding horses. Okay, this is in a foreign language. Yeah, this isn't even in Anglazy. Oh, there's a uh, Franco Nero. Okay. Django. Oh, Naomi Rapace. Oh, that's pretty good. World, uh, Civil War kind of a deal there. Old West. Riding some horses, lots of shooting and killing. Looks like it's shot well, and it's—I mean—it's not like a cheapy. Sky original Django, huh? Okay, let me let me save that. I might have to watch that. I don't have that channel though, but uh, I'll find it somehow. That looks pretty cool, dudes. Uh, creators Leonardo Fasoli, and. Madalena Ravagli, Rivali Yeah that might be good Django, I'm glad I've did the show. I would have never even known about that. Black crab What's this? In a post apocalyptic world, six soldiers on a covert mission must transport a mysterious package across frozen archipelago Numi no, Rapace Stars Archie Archipelago Directed by uh, Adam Berg, written by Adam Berg, Pele, Radstrom, and Subrahi, Subrahi Segal. Numi Rapace Jacob, or Jacob Offenbro, and Dar Salim. This looks like it might not be too bad. Let me go up here and and check it out. <laughs> I love that, watching these trailers while I'm doing the show and I can explain to you. Okay, this looks like a dystopian future post-apocalyptic. Okay, there's Numi. It's very cold. It's like in the wintertime. This is a Netflix film, The Black Crab. Okay, and they're like uh, ice skating across like a frozen lake or pond. Welcome to Operation Black Crab. It looks like almost like Speed Skate. Your mission is to go across the ice. It's a suicide mission. Coronel. We found her in the refugee camp near the border. Oh, that must be her. That's uh, Numi Rapace's daughter. This isn't the end of the war. It's the end of everything. When all is lost, hope can survive. Okay, that looks good too. But that's Netflix, and of course, it's again, it's a uh, not in English, but uh, it looks like it might be good. So, Black Crab, two thousand twenty-two. And 2022 is almost coming to an end. It's got a 5.7 rating out of 10 uh, with 21,000 people watched. So it might already be on there. I don't have Netflix now. So you won't be alone. In an isolated mountain village in 19th century Macedonia, a young girl is kidnapped and then transformed into a witch by an ancient spirit. Now that sounds good. Uh, Written and directed by Goran Stolvesky. Numir Pace, Alice, uh, Englert, Carlotto, Cota. That sounds kind of cool. I like the, that one movie with Nicolas Cage about the witch. And he had to try and transport the witch. Him and, uh, was it Ron Perlman? I like those kind of witch movies. Witch. And then that one movie about, uh, was that one called the witch? Something about the witch where, uh. The the uh, pilgrims or whatever, they thought the little girls might be possessed. And then that goat, remember that one about the, with the, with the evil goat? <laughs> was that called the witch or something? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. No, wait a minute. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anna Taylor-Joy. I didn't know who she was. Now she's like a hot chick, but back then I think she was a little kid. Roger Eggers. That one was pretty disturbing. A family in 1630s New England is torn apart by the forces of witchcraft, black magic, and possession. You know, I might want I might like to watch that one again. That was that one's pretty good. It's it's creepy. Julian uh, Richings, I like him. He was on that show um, that I watched that I really liked, and nobody would watch with me. Um, okay, he's on Umbrella Academy. But what was the one show that I really liked? P- uh, Patriot. He played uh, Ichabod. So that was good Uh, from 2015, 2018 Patriot. Watch that fucking show with me. I love that show. It is so good. It was so original, uh, funny, had really good music in it, but also like spies and stuff like that. Um, He was also in American Gods, which I like that show. The first season was really good. Uh, And then it kind of started floundering after that. And uh, let's see here, Ichabod. Okay, Johnny, what are you doing? You're just rambling. And then uh, Kate Dickey, I liked her. Wasn't she on um, Prometheus? Yes, I liked her. Uh, I still haven't seen Green Knight. I need to watch that. Okay, maybe that one, maybe the price of that one, the rental price has went down to where I can buy, I can get it, Green Knight. Everybody told me that Green Knight was really good. David Lowery, written and directed. I like those old, uh, uh, like uh, the movie Excalibur. I really like that. Um, So this seems like it's kind of like a companion piece, maybe for Excalibur. And like I said, I've heard some of my friends say that that they really like this one. Joel Edgerton, eh. he's He's all right, but he's, uh, Sean Harris is good. Uh, Kate Dickey. I wonder what she is. Could I get her? It's 1971. Yeah, I could probably get her. Um, I always kind of liked her. She has a, she has a different, you know, like a, a a look that sort of attracts me. Let's see. What else is she in here? Filth. She'd be in filth if she dated me. I don't know. What's those? Let's see. see. Kate Dickey. What's filth? Anybody know what that is? What did it rate? 7.0 7.0 out of 10 a car. Co- cur- oh, this is uh James McAvoy. I haven't seen this ever. Uh, some people told me to watch this and I haven't watched it. And I like him, a corrupt junkie cop with bipolar disorder attempts to manipulate his way through a promotion in order to win back his wife daughter while also fighting his own inner demons. I need to watch that one. I just kept putting it off because I, I didn't now see now that I'm, uh, Looking at this trailer playing as I'm talking about this, this looks like something I would like, but when I just saw the, the uh, box cover art, I didn't think I would like it. Um, or that I you know, thought, eh, this probably won't be that good. <clears throat> Dig it. Uh, Kate Dickey. Kind of like her. If she was on like the Prometheus with me, she would have been tired. Pollyanna uh, McIntosh is in that too, in Filth. And I like her. She was on that show that I liked. Um, Hap and Leonard. I watched that with my mom when I, my back was all screwed up. Um, and my mom and my sister would uh, take turns staying with me because I couldn't do anything. Um, uh, my mom and I watched uh, Hap and Leonard that, that season with Polly and Macintosh, And that was good. And she was also in The Woman. What else is she in? She's always kind of been a, an attractive lass to 1979, though. She might be a little too young for Johnny. Um, but I like the cut of her jib. Um, she's a tall uh, lass, and I like that. I'm known for that. Let's see. She was born in Scotland. Does she have a boyfriend named Uncle Johnny? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Let's see. She should go out with me. I could leave her money when I die. Scotland, five foot ten and three quarters, so she's almost five foot eleven, and I'm six foot one. I like that. Oh, God goddamn it. I don't like these. It says mini bio, and then it's like a goddamn uh, the the uh, old and new testament of the bible. It's so long, it's not even funny. Uh, okay, I could find out better by just. Macintosh must love dogs. That was John Cusack and uh, Ellen Aim, wasn't it? I like Ellen Aim. Well, I'm gonna have to look up and see before we get off here what uh, Michael Perez is doing, like if he's got anything going on. I always liked him quite a bit. As everybody on the show knows, that I like Pare. Macintosh, here she is. Okay. She is oh she's only forty three. That's too young for me though. I think that if we were the same age, we might get along. Because um, I'm fucking insane. I'm hard to get along with. That's the whole manic uh, mania thing. Jabberjaws, and then the meanness, <laughs> the paranoia, <laughs> the, the hateful uh, you know paranoia um let's see see it doesn't say anything about who she's dating god damn it i need to know who these people are dating uh is she married she's try married yeah grant show okay she's married to uh, no 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 okay they are are they divorced 2004 to 2011 he was on melrose place wasn't he isn't he um there was billy and there was okay Grant Show married model actress Pollyanna McIntosh. Does uh, Emily, do you know this about Grant Show and Pollyanna McIntosh? Uh, The couple met when they posed together for a Lane Bryant ad, uh, then divorced in 2011. In July 2012, Show became engaged to Catherine Lanasa. They married in August, 2012. They had a daughter. Okay. But that, see, now that tells me about Grant's show. He, what was his name on uh, Melrose? Okay. He was on Ryan's Hope. That was a soap opera. Uh, He dated Yasmin Bleeth, who was also on Ryan's Hope. 90210 spinoff, Aaron Spelling, Melrose Place. Debuting much fanfare. Well, motherfucker. I hate when they don't tell me what I want to know. Okay, let's see. Where is Grant Show? There was Grant Show and Elizabeth Shue. And Shue's um, brother, he was on Melrose Place, I believe. Alyssa Milano. I love Alyssa Milano. Um, is she my age? I think she's my No, no, she's well, 72. She's a little bit younger. Andrew Shue. Okay, and that's um, Elizabeth shoe, our shoe that we all love. That's her brother. But who did, what were their names on the show? How can I find that out? Okay, here it is, here it is, okay. Grant show was, okay, I like Josie Bissett. I liked her. Uh, Grant's show was Jake, Jake Hansen. He was kind of the cool guy on that show. Uh, Billy was sort of the, he was Andrew Shue was sort of like the, uh, uh, the nice guy, Courtney Thorne Smith. I oh, she was hot. I liked her. I never really was a big fan of Heather Locklear. I liked Heather Thomas, but Heather Locklear didn't do it for me. Her arms were too skinny. Uh, Kristen Davis. Okay. She was on, um, the, uh, sex in the city, Jack Wagner. Okay. I remember him. What was his song? Anybody remember? Acting okay, dances with the star singing. All I need is just a little more time to be sure what I feel. Is it all in my mind? That was all I need. The album hit number 44 on the US charts. Did that okay? It was number two. In 1984, All I Need, Jack Wagner, who was also on, was it General Hospital, was uh, number two on the U.S. charts in 1984. Sorry, I kind of had to falsetto and everything else or something on that because (laughs) Lisa Rina, I I liked her when she was on Days of Our Lives. And I think she played Billy... And I like Harry Hamlin. I like him as an actor in Op Center, the Tom Clancy uh, miniseries. Um, She got her lips blown up really big. But I remember she had a really nice ass uh, when she was on Days of Our Lives. Uh, Alyssa Milano. I think Alyssa Milano might have got her teeth fixed. She got a little fang action, and then they started jutting out. Uh, But she had nice boobies. Boobies. Okay, Josie Bissett. Whatever happened to her? She always kind of reminded me of the chick from Wilson Phillips. Um, The Phillips. (laughs) The hot one that married Billy Baldwin. Okay, let's see. Personal life. Bissett is uh, married to actor Robert Estes. She suffered a miscarriage in 96. Okay, and then he has kids. They got divorced. She married Thomas Doig, who is Robert, Rob Estes? What was he in days of our lives? He played Glenn Gallagher. Melrose. Uh, Who is she? I mean, how old is she? That's all I care about. I don't give a fuck about him. 19. Okay. I could have got her. She's like five years younger. So at one time she would have thought that I was a hot, uh, older guy. Uh, Joe Lynn, Christine Hootmaker. That's her name. It's not Bissette. She must have, uh, maybe that's her stage name. What was her? The Hogan family. I like that little short blonde haircut deal. Jamie Priestley, of course, was hotter than a $2 pistol. She was hotter than a $2 pistol. She was the fastest thing around. She was lean and mean on the high school. (laughs) All right, I'm making up words because I didn't know all the words. Polly Ann McIntosh. I think that um, Emily was the first, the first time I ever heard of her was through Emily and the maybe girls on film. Um, that kind of deal there, deal there. What else is she going to be in? Uh, that went all the way from Lori Petty to Polly Ann McIntosh to the one chick that I was talking about that was in um uh, um Prometheus uh Pollyanne Mcintosh and um uh, Paz Huerta sort of have a little bit of a similar look. They're tall, bigger girls and um yeah, I think they're kind of hot. She was on the walk the walking dead world beyond 2021. And Vikings. Now my friend Brian liked, uh, the TV series Vikings. This is Vikings Valhalla. So this might be a spin-off of Vikings, but this is, was 2022, um, uh, politics of dancing double blonde. Okay. So anyway, Polly and McIntosh. Then we had what's her face. What was that other lady's name? Kate Dickey, but I need to watch that. Uh, okay. Um, Filth. And uh, what was the other one that I wanted to should have watched? Maybe just Filth. Oh, Lori Petty. We never did figure out her deal other than she's a couple years younger. Maybe not even see because I was born in December 29th. So it might not even be two years. Um, Well, it might be a little, let's see, October. Yeah, okay. Chattanooga, Tennessee. She doesn't seem like she's from Chattanooga. Uh, What's she got going on here? What's uh, Lori Petty got? You never hear too much about her after that. uh, I thought maybe she became a pariah. She's filming a TV series called Obliterated. She plays Crazy Susan. And what's this about? An elite special forces team tracking down a deadly terrorist network, hell-bent on blowing up Las Vegas. And C C. Thomas Howell is the star. So that might say something about that. Hmm. I wonder how, old, uh, how old is Keanu Reeves? Keanu. He's Canadian? I thought he was Hawaiian. Older than a two-dollar pistol. 58. Keanu is older than Uncle Johnny. Just a little bit. Not very much. Pollyanna McIntosh. Macintosh. Hmm. Doesn't say if she's, I guarantee, well, I mean, she's a hot chick, so she's probably got somebody on the, on the line. I'm sure they're, she's living with somebody or something like that, but I'm single now. So, you know, whatever. you're all going to die. Donatella by Dominic Ross, written and directed Lori Petty. She's the star of this Richard Tyson, buddy Ravel. I always liked him. Uh, you and me, three o'clock. Uh, what's this about? It doesn't say, add plot in your language. I'd have put a plot on there, just make something up. Uh, let's see. Okay, Richard Tyson. This is a rabbit hole. We've got about 15 more minutes. Uh, the, who? There was somebody just a minute ago, I said I needed to look up before we go off the air, but I forget now. Richard Tyson was born in Alabama, not Greenbow. His brother, John Tyson Jr., district attorney for the city of Mobile, Alabama. Till I found myself in Mobile, Alabama, had a club they called Big Jacks. A little four-piece band was jamming, so I took my guitar and I set in. I showed them what a band would sound like. I was a swing a little guitar, man, show them, son. His spouse is Tracy Christopherson. Now, I would Christopherson spelled like that is very much seems like a Chris Christopherson kid or grandkid maybe. How old's Richard Tyson? 61. Okay, so he is older than me, Buddy Revel. He'd probably beat me up in school. I'd kick his fucking ass. He was in uh, okay. I didn't, something about Mary was okay, but I hate Brett Favre now. And I hated him even then, before any of the scandal came out, because I, I just could never stand him. I liked the Packers back in the like Bart Starr, Jim Taylor, Ray Nitschke days, Herb Adderley, and uh, you know Paul Hornig and those guys. But man, I could not stand the Packers with Brett Favre. I do not like him. I never liked him, and I could have told you he's a dick just by looking at him. Okay, Richard Tyson damn, man, he's a worker. He's got, okay, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 movies that are either announced in pre post production or filming. You got a lot of shit coming out. Uh, and, it's, and it probably is a lot of shit. You know what, though? I thought he was pretty good. He definitely has a good look. And uh, um, he was good in uh, Kindergarten Cop. And uh, Three O'Clock High, and what was the one where he fucked um, What's-Her-Face, Cheryl Lynn Fenn. That was Two Moon Junction. They kind of tried to make him a little bit of a sex symbol in that one. I don't know if he could be a sex symbol, though. Maybe a little bit. Back then, with the hair and sort of like the biker look and everything. But I I think he's really fairly short, Richard Tyson. I wonder how short he is. How tall is Richard Tyson? It's funny that you can look up any of this shit. How tall is Richard Tyson? Now, see, he would have been to me. Okay, well, it says he's six feet tall. I don't believe that. If you see him in some of these movies, he does not look like he's a tall guy. But he would have been good, I think, maybe to play like Wolf when he was Buddy Ravel, to play like Wolverine in fucking um um whatchamacallit? Any of them X-Men movies. But now he's pretty old. Uh I wonder if he had some issues. I'm just looking at some pictures and it looked like he was drunk. So maybe he had some issues at one time, uh, the five and eleven and a half. a half. Now, so, see, cause some of these ones, like I saw one where it said Sylvester Stallone, it was like, he was almost six feet tall and I, that's total bullshit. Uh, that's what they put out, like his press and stuff, but he's like five foot two, him and Tom Cruise. Hotter than a two-dollar pistol. Let's see how tall is Keanu Reeves. This is a great uh, podcaster. Let me tell you something about Keanu Reeves. Uh, the John Wick movie. Okay, he's the same height as me, six-one. Uh, Keanu Reeves. I like like John. This some of the John Wick movies and some of that stuff. He rides motorcycles. He seems like a re- pretty cool guy and everything. But he still can't act that good. I mean, that well. I mean, he's kind of a fart noise, Richard Tyson, what was his first show? I, at one time I thought I was good looking, but then we watched some uh, home movies like from uh, when I was like 30 or something like that. And I was, I didn't, I don't know. I wasn't that great. Now I look like shit. Um, okay. I was going to see what his first show was. Man, he's a working motherfucker. Three o'clock, okay, Moonlighting. He played Daniel on Moonlighting. That was uh, Sybil Shepherd and Bruce Willis. And you know, I never watched that show. I, I was aware of it because it was like a, a huge thing back then, but I never watched it. I don't think I saw Bruce Willis until I saw him in Die Hard. Three o'clock high, Buddy Ravel, 1987. That was his first feature movie. And then Two Moon Junction. Um, and that had Christy McNichol in it, and she got naked in it. And Cheryl Lynn Fenn had blonde hair. I'm, I'm uh, she was she was a hottie back then. She was like kind of like the uh, the it girl at that time. Louise Fletcher was in Two Moon. Jun- I haven't seen Two Moon Junction in a long time. That was when they were putting out like uh, um, that Mickey Rourke, uh, Kim Basinger, but also the other Mickey Rourke movie where he was fucking Kari Otis. And um, you know they were putting out those romantic uh, erotic thrillers. Mila Jovovich was in uh, Two Moon Junction*. She was probably a little kid. Uh, you know what I'm saying? How old is she? That was my go-to girl there for a while, man. Uh, after um, the uh, Joan of Arc movie and also uh, when she played uh, Lilu uh, Multipass, Corbin Dallas Multipass, uh, Fifth Element. I was in love with her. I am still am to a point, but she got married, and I think she's a good mother, and she has a good relationship. So God bless her. But at one time, she was my um, pseudo uh, girlfriend, um, and everybody made fun of me. Like when we first started doing the uh, like Gentleman's Guide and all that shit, everybody fucking made fun of me uh, because I she was my like my hottest chick, and. Uh, <sighs> Milita's Jovovich, her, it's not, uh, Mila must be the nickname because it's Militza, Militza, M-I-L-I-T-Z-A. Five foot eight and a half. Okay, so she's tall. And, you know, I don't know. I just liked her. I liked her smile and her eyes and all that shit. Uh, But then she made some, she's in some pretty shitty movies. I mean, like I would try and watch everything she was in But some of them were, were not good. Okay. Two moon junction, uh, uh, midnight train in Kathmandu. She, she was just a little kid. Uh, let's see. Married with children. Okay. I remember when she was on that and she was like, uh, uh, she came and was like Kelly's friend, I think a foreign exchange student, but she was hot. I think she was like maybe, a teen at that time because that was like when they were kids. Return to Blue Lagoon. I never saw that. Cuffs with uh um what's his face? Batch me. Um Christian Slater. Brad, okay, he leaves his pregnant girlfriend. George Cuffs, 21, leaves his pregnant girlfriend. He visits his brother Brad to bum money off him. Brad's shot, and George ID's the killer. As a San Francisco police department, but to no avail, he inherits Brad's patrol district. He keeps it, uh, uh, he keeps it to get the killer. Who else? is it? I don't think I saw that. He, he uh, Mila plays uh, his girlfriend, I think, in that. Or uh, let's see. Bruce Boxleitner. He was on How the West Was Won. My sister had a crush on him. Ashley Judd. I like her. Uh, I used to have a really big thing for Ashley Judd um, when she was in that movie with Jesus and Morgan Freeman. That was my favorite Ashley Judd movie where he goes, he's her husband and he goes on trial for murder. And she's a, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, lawyer. Chaplain, that was Robert Downey Jr. Dazed and Confused. They cut out almost all her part in that. Uh, The Gentleman Who Fell, that was a um, song that she did on her, CD cause she was a singer and I actually got her, uh, sing, uh, her, uh, uh, CD fifth element. I love that he got game. That was good. And she was a hooker in that, uh, she dated that dude who was, um, oh, uh, what's it not blues traveler. Oh, God damn. I just saw a thing about that guy. He, he w- was in one of those Seattle bands And he actually, what became, he was like a bartender. He would go and bartend at the Viper Club after he became famous. Oh, I can't remember what his name is. I always thought he was a black guy, African-American guy, because he had like dreadlocks. But now he's got all his dreadlocks shaved off. And it's like, wait a minute, that guy's white. He's a Caucasian. Uh, Loved her in the Joan of Arc movie with Jean Reno. Million Dollar Hotel sucked. And that was, uh, what's his face? Uh, uh, Vim Vendors um, who is like hit and miss for me because there's some movies that he did that I love um, like uh, American Friend and um, the uh, Angel movie Uh, but man that uh, Million Dollar Hotel was a piece of shit Uh, and it had Mel Gibson in it too and it was a piece of shit Uh, it rates a 5.8 I'd give it like a 1 uh, the claim was a very long epic uh, kind of a western based on a novel and she was a singing like a Miss Kitty that was on um, Gunsmoke. Well, Mila kind of like ran she had a gold tooth in this one and she was like Miss Kitty in Gunsmoke and she uh, was singing some songs in a saloon. Uh, Zoolander was good. I liked her big red lips and like Betty Page bangs in that one. She was mean. Dummy was good. That was a good movie. I recommend Dummy with, um, Adrian Brody and Mila Jovovich. Uh, it's a pretty good movie. It's, um, it's, um, a bit, it's kind of, you know, not a straight out comedy, but it's, it's funny. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Resident Evil. I loved her in that first Resident Evil was good. No Good Deed, that's her and Samuel L. Jackson. Mm. It was all right, it wasn't that great. You Stupid Man. Uh, that was good. That was a good movie, and I had never heard of it. Um uh, David Krumholtz, and William Baldwin. It's kind of a rom-com kind of a deal, but I actually thought that was good. I, I couldn't find it, and I had to, it, it was uh, one I had to buy like a European uh, um, version Cause you couldn't get it. Now I mean, I'm to check and see how much time we got. Yeah, about three minutes. G-g-g-g-g-g-g-g- King of the hill, resident evil apocalypse. Every other resident evil movie I liked ultraviolet was okay. It wasn't that great. Uh, that was kind of like the cast of Eddie's uh, Julia movie. I think uh, 45 was that one that wasn't very good uh, with Angus McFarland or whatever. Perfect getaway was really good. And that was the one with Timothy Oliphant. I love that movie. I need to rewatch watch that one. That one was so fucking good. Um, Stone. That was with Robert De Niro and Ed Norton. And I thought it would be really good. And it wasn't. Um, Meh. Very average. Uh, Let's see what else. Dirty Girl that was. I never saw that one. That was the one with Juno Temple plays Mila's daughter and she is like a bad girl. And her mom, Mila, is kind of like a goofy, goofy, goof, goof. Uh, let's see who else is in that. Um, William H. Macy, I think. Yeah. Snort, it's about time to, uh, Mary Steenburgen was always kind of a little bit of a hottie. He's too old for me though, but, uh, Three Musketeers was, was pretty good, but the old Three Musketeers with Charlton Heston and Raquel Welch and uh, Oliver Reed. And uh, that, those were, those two movies were so good. Those are two that I would like to watch again. Um, I really liked. Okay. So anyway, I think we're about, and Monster Hunter, which wasn't that long ago, I thought it was pretty entertaining with me. It had some kaiju. Uh, got a couple more minutes left, but anyway, so we got through this. We only had to take one bathroom break. We rambled on, on some IMDb stuff with, uh, Allison Eastwood and, uh, Grant Show and Mila, Lori Petty, Pollyanna McIntosh. And, uh, so I don't know how I'm going to, uh, say what this show is about, but it's a hodgepodge collage. So I'm oot.